This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Let's take a second to thank today's sponsor, Anchor. Anchor is by far the absolute easiest way to make a podcast. And when I say easy, I mean easy. First of all, it's completely free and there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit right from your phone or your computer. Best of all, with Anchor, you can add any songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. So the possibilities are endless on what you can create. Whether you want to create a music analysis, your own radio show, a deep dive on your favorite genre or artist, or something that the world's never heard before. Anchor will even help publish your show to Spotify so you can reach hundreds of millions of listeners. Oh, did I mention there's no copyright on the songs? Yeah, it's that easy. You guys want to start a podcast that includes music, or you guys just want to start a podcast in general, get started by downloading the free Anchor app or going to anchor.fm. And if you need some inspiration, you can head over to blog.anchor.fm slash music from some more idea starters. Thank you so much, and let's get into the episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Real Real Podcast with me, Natalie Barbu. Today's episode is actually a solo episode, and I had asked you guys if you guys wanted to see a solo episode or hear a solo episode from me, and a lot of you guys in the private Facebook page were very into it and wanted to hear one, so here I am. I am excited to be doing one of these because I haven't actually sat down to record one since I started the podcast, which was back in March, I believe, which is crazy because it is already October. Today's episode is going to be all about side hustles and productivity. I'm so excited to talk about this because this is probably the question that I get asked the most and if you guys just listen to my podcast and that's how you found me, I also do YouTube videos. I feel like most people watch my videos that listen to my podcast, but surprisingly, there are a lot of people that just found me through my podcast. So thank you guys for that. But yeah, I am a YouTuber and that is my main platform, I guess I would say. And on my YouTube channel, I always get asked that question, Natalie, can you talk about side hustles? Can you talk about how to be productive? And I do want to talk about it, but I feel like my videos are not the place to sit down and have a 40 minute long conversation on how to get your stuff together you know? So I can always do snippets on there, but my podcast is great for really, really, really expanding on it, and I figured this was the perfect time to do it. I also wanted to make a little announcement that I am actually launching my website, nataliebarbu.com, in two days. If you guys don't know what it is, because again, I haven't talked about it that much on my podcast, but if you guys have been following me on YouTube, you guys definitely have heard about it for a very long time. But for those of you who don't know, I am launching my consulting services and you can start booking it on Wednesday. So in two days from now, I believe that's October 9th, it will be up and you guys can start booking my services. I'm helping you build your personal brand, start your online business, and help your business with its marketing strategy. So it's very much marketing focused, which I'm excited about. And if you guys really want to connect with your audience, or you guys just want to build a YouTube, a blog, a personal brand through social media, I'm definitely your girl to contact. So I'm going to have that also in the show notes so that if you guys are watching this on October 9th or listening to this, sorry, if you guys are listening to this, then you guys can start booking my services, which is really, really cool. And I'm so excited to start that. And I wanted to emphasize that it, even though my services will be 
paid. I mean, I'm obviously doing this as a business. I'm not only doing paid things. So I wanted to make sure that people who don't want to pay don't have to. So I'm providing a lot of free information through blog posts and free downloadables. So I can still share what I know for free. That's why I am having it kind of be a blog as well, because I don't only want it for you guys to book my services. I want you to gain um, my knowledge, I guess. Is that that the right way to say it? I want you to also get a lot of information for free because I do want it to be accessible for everyone. It's just if you want a very personalized for you specifically uh, one-on-one session with me, then you would go through my services. I also have an ebook that I'm selling on there. It's only $20, but you guys, I spent so much time on it. It's I think like 40 pages or something like that, all about social media platforms, how to grow them, how to build them authentically, and also how to start getting paid on them. So I definitely poured every single thing that I know about it into that book. So that's only gonna be 20 bucks and you guys can get that as well. Anyways, if you want, you guys can check it out on Wednesday, October 9th, but I wanted to do that, um, preface that before starting this podcast. So this podcast, the format is a little bit differently. I'm not doing like a review over the week. I'm not doing a setting the record straight. I'm just kind of diving right into the topics. Anyways, let's get into the podcast. Welcome to the Real Real Podcast with Natalie Barbu. Instagram might be your highlight reel, but we're here to talk about the real real. So first we are going to talk about side hustles and Side hustles is a term I feel like that has grown in popularity the last probably five years. I feel like it's a very, very new term. I tried looking up the definition of a side hustle and according to the first link on Google, (laughs) here's some random website, it says side hustle is any type of employment undertaken in addition to one's full-time job. A side hustle is generally freelance or piecework in nature, providing a supplemental income and side hustles are often things a person is passionate about rather than a typical day job worked in order to make ends meet so that's what a side hustle is i feel like you guys already know that but i figured i would look up the accurate definition of a side hustle and in 2019 i feel like everyone is trying to start a side hustle a side project something to be able to do what they love and get paid for it let's talk about styling hair because it is a whole production especially when you are battling frizz and take it from me i live in miami florida it is about to be summer I really know frizz, but honestly, I would rather be doing something else like booking a spontaneous vacation to St. Bart's or rewatching the Heirs tour for like the third time, you know, the important stuff. But who actually has time for frizz? Introducing Way's new anti-frizz cream, it is like a superhero for your hair. It provides immediate frizz control that lasts up to 72 hours. I actually brought it on a trip with me and my friend borrowed it and she purchased it right then and there because it was that good. So how does this fit into my hair routine? It is the best thing I could have done for my hair. I am all about saving time and the anti-frizz cream does just that. Plus the Sydney inspired North Bondi scent is so amazing. You can thank bergamot, Italian lemon violet and more. And as someone who is always concerned about heat damage because I definitely use a lot of heat on my hair, this anti-frizz cream provides heat protection, which is such a big relief. And my hair feels so much lighter and looks smoother after using it. Get busy being frizz free with Way's new anti-frizz cream. It's not just about taming frizz. It also provides heat protection up to 450 degrees, reduces and repairs split ends, quenches dry hair with intense hydration. And according to a consumer perception study, 90% of participants agreed that their hair looked less frizzy after using it. I can definitely contest that. And while you're at it, check out Way's other bestsellers like the leave-in conditioner, which I also use, detox shampoo, fragrances, hair oils, and hair gloss. They're all essential for achieving that salon-worthy look at home. 
So you can first free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter promo code RealReal for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code RealReal. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today, as it should, with Earnin. Earnin is an app that is changing the game when it comes to getting paid. Imagine having access to the money you've earned as you work, not just waiting for payday. With Earnin, you can access up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So think about it. The next time you're planning a special night out, you need a last minute gift for a loved one, or you face an unexpected expense, like maybe a trip to the vet. Earnin has you covered. For me, it's about having the flexibility to handle those surprise expenses that life throws my way. So whether it's unexpected bills or needing to cover rent when things are tight, Earnin gives me peace of mind knowing that I have access to my hard-earned cash when I need it most. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability, security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type Real Real under podcast when you sign up. It really helps the show, so please don't forget that step. Real Real under podcast. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. I just wanted to take a quick break to thank TM Soft's White Noise Sleep Sounds for sponsoring today's episode. Are you having trouble sleeping, focusing, or relaxing? If the answer is yes, then TM Soft's White Noise Sleep Sounds podcast has got you covered. This hour-long podcast is made to help you get rid of distractions, reduce stress, relax, and get better sleep. You can listen to the sounds of nature, white noise, relaxing music, and so much more. You can check out the TM Soft's White Noise Sleep Sounds podcast on Spotify or wherever else you listen to your favorite podcasts. And not all side hustles, though, are necessarily something you're passionate about. A lot of them are just to increase your revenue so eventually you can focus on what you love. So for example, driving for Uber or driving for Lyft, you might not be passionate about driving for Uber or driving for Lyft, but it is a great way to earn an extra set of income. And not only that, but I feel like you get to learn people skills because you're constantly around different people. You hear people's life stories and you might even meet someone who can help you out in the future. So honestly, if you guys are interested in making an extra income, but also gaining a lot of people skills and networking in a way, I feel like Uber and Lyft is a great thing to do for that. But I understand that a lot of people want a side hustle in order to do what they love. So their side hustle is going to be a passion of theirs. Some might say, call it a passion project. I've never used that term before, but I have seen that a lot lately as well. And I think the best way of finding what your side hustle should be is thinking of things that you already enjoy doing and writing them down. I'm a huge believer in writing things down. I feel like it just makes it a lot easier for you to think clearly because once you think about something, you write it down and then you can kind of let it escape your brain and think about something else. So I think writing down is a great way to brainstorm ideas, not just keeping them in your head or typing them out, whatever works for you. So for example, if you watch a lot of YouTube, would you like to start that? There is a difference between enjoying watching YouTube and wanting to start one. 
But if you have any remote interest in starting a YouTube channel, I always think that you should go for it. And having fears does not mean that you're not interested. I really want to stress this because I do think that a lot of people, let's say with YouTube, for example, a lot of people want to start a YouTube channel or they watch a lot of YouTube and they have a desire to start one, but they just have a fear of starting one, which is understandable. You have a fear of getting made fun of. You have a fear of failing it. You have a fear of not being good enough. You have a fear of so many different things. And I get that. I've been there. I've been made fun of for doing it. I completely understand. It's not fun. It's not something you want to put yourself through. But having fears is not a sign to not do it. So I really want to stress that. That just because you're scared of something doesn't mean that that's telling you not to do it. If anything, it's normally the opposite. When you have fear, you're onto something. That's the way I like to think about it. Whenever I'm a little bit afraid of starting something, it's normally not because I'm not interested in it or it's not because, oh, it's not a good idea. It's because the outcome is really scary like what if you fail and it is something that you love or what if you get made fun of but that doesn't mean that it's a bad thing so that's why I just want to preface it by saying fear is not a sign of not doing it if anything it is the opposite another thing is are you interested in sports so would you eventually want your full-time job to be going to different games researching teams talking to players Would you want to start a sports podcast or a blog? If you have any interest, you can create a job with that. And especially in 2019, when there is so much opportunity thanks to the internet, I always say this, but we are not the generation where we are pitching ourselves to these giant networks. So I'm not, I mean, I feel like you don't need to pitch yourself to ESPN or I'm so not into sports. So the only one I know is ESPN and like Fox Sports, if you guys didn't know. But for example, like those, you don't need to pitch yourself to be a news reporter on there. You can create it on your own by podcast, blog, YouTube, anything like that you can create and you have the power to do that, which I think is so cool now. And the cool thing is, is that your first one doesn't need to be great. You will learn as you go. So if you have any interest in that, that's always something to consider because if your dream job is working around the sports industry, you have the power to start it. You don't need to wait for someone to give you an opportunity, especially if, for example, you're already out of college, you majored in something not related to sports at all, you have a job in finance, you know, like it's nothing related to that. Chances are your paths are not going to cross and you're not going to all of a sudden get a promotion to be a sports newscaster. You have the opportunity to start it on your own, which I think is just the most incredible thing of living in this day and age. And are you interested in cooking? So maybe starting a cookbook is something you want to do. You can start a food Instagram and share your recipes so other people can see how great your meals are. Or you can share your recipes on Pinterest. Pinterest is huge for that. And if you're not interested in an internet business, which is my specialty, but let's say you're not, you can make meals and pass them out at work. So sell box lunches to your coworkers and make it easier for them to eat good and healthy meals. So start with who you know and expand from there. You don't necessarily need to put yourself out there on the internet. You can just start with a product, start with a service, and pitch it to people that you know and those people are going to be the ones that support you in the beginning which is great because they know you they want to support you they want to help you and I don't know it can get the ball rolling for bigger and better things and you never know who they know as well so that's just one random example also I am sorry if you guys can hear the outside noise I am in Boston right now and 
you know, the walls are thin. So, and I know with social media, you might follow people who make it seem so easy to quit your job and follow your dreams. But the reality is most people cannot do that. I mean, I understand you have bills to pay, you need money for groceries, you're tight on rent, you have student loans, and quitting is just not an option for you. And I completely get that. So don't look to people that you follow to quit with no plan. Use them as an inspiration to see where you want to be one day. And I feel like I am very fortunate to have been had the opportunity to quit my job. And a lot of people in the video where I stated that I was quitting my job kind of also said that they were inspired and they want to quit their job because they're not happy there and they this is motivating them to quit which to the motivating ones I'm like amazing you guys should be motivated to work on something to gain that extra income so that you have that cushion to quit your job 100% I support that but for those who are like oh my gosh I'm not happy at my job I just want to quit I really want to emphasize that having financial stress and having a financial burden is not a fun thing and it just makes you it just makes things so much harder so I recommend always doing a side hustle on the side of your day-to-day job on the side of your corporate job as an extra source of income not putting your eggs in all in one basket and just quitting your job and trying to start this because having financial stress is not something that I wish upon anyone and I think it's important to be smart about it I do think that today so many people are just in the mindset of doing what makes you happy and I agree you should do what makes you happy but having financial stress is not going to make you happy so please take that into the consideration that not many people have the luxury of quitting their job and I always want to kind of put that out there like I don't want to be uh, the face of quitting your job <laughs> I want you guys to be maybe inspired to start working on your YouTube start working on your side hustle in order to be able to quit but I don't want you to just quit without a plan so that is what this podcast is for it's to help you create the plan not to just quit without anything because again I mean not everyone has that luxury and I do want to recognize that I did have that because I had been working on this for eight years you guys I have been doing YouTube for eight years and finally had the means to quit my job so this is not something that was just handed to me and I also want to recognize that I also was very fortunate to get a job right after college um I didn't have student loans so I had parents who paid for my college education and for that I am thankful like so beyond thankful I literally tell my parents how thankful I am for them for that because most people did not have that luxury and I'm not sitting here to brag about that I'm not sitting here to say look how easy my life is I'm sitting here to recognize the place of privilege that I come from and that I understand that not everyone has that so I do want to emphasize that because I don't want people to think that it's you should just quit and that's it because people so many people have different life situations and I want to acknowledge that so yeah I had to say that because I don't want people to just take this as a let me quit and just hope for the best type of podcast because it's not the point is that you don't need to go all in so you can start small start with the time you have and I understand that most people have full-time jobs and you cannot devote your entire time to this side hustle or this passion but that does not mean that you cannot start So please realize that just because you have a full-time job doesn't mean that you cannot start your side hustle. 
and I looked up some popular side hustles to inspire a few of you. So these are a few that I came up with. So one is starting a YouTube channel. Another one is starting a podcast. Another one is starting a blog. You can write eBooks and sell them on Amazon. So that is an easy way to get your message out there. If you guys want to be an author, if you guys want to have your voice out there, selling eBooks on Amazon is a great way. You can always manage social media for local businesses so if you have a local boutique a local restaurant just pitch yourself to them there doesn't need to be an application out for you guys to apply for it i feel like now also we have the opportunity to create jobs for ourselves and there's no job that's too big or too small to pitch so even if you have a crazy grand idea the worst that's going to happen is they say no they don't need you but you might as well pitch yourself so managing social media or anything else along that sort is a great way to do that Um, You can create graphics if you're good at graphic design. If you have Photoshop, quickly learn Photoshop. Try to create some graphics for smaller companies. And you can also advertise yourself on Fiverr or Upwork. So Fiverr and Upwork are essentially freelance websites where you can hire people. They don't need to be near you. And it's great because now you are not locked in by your location. You can literally sell your services anywhere by using those websites. And you can also tutor people. So you can do this virtually too. So you don't need to just be stuck in your hometown. You can tutor people virtually through Skype or through Zoom advertise your services online join facebook pages that are for specifically for freelancers i guarantee there's free there's facebook pages for looking for tutors there is a facebook page for literally anything and you can find it so using things like that just advertising yourself getting a little bit more creative you can also create an online course so if there is something that you are good at that you have knowledge in that other people don't even if you think that your services are not necessarily um worth buying because for you it's so intuitive other people might not know what you know so selling your services through an online course is a great way to do that i know skillshare has a bunch of online courses and you can actually teach on there so that is one website if you don't want to use your own platform that's one website to do it on and this is not sponsored by skillshare but i do highly recommend using that to kind of help uh teach and build an online course and also help post-grad students finding jobs. So I guess like revising the resume and cover letters, inter- helping them do mock interviews, maybe offering up services to bring them a bunch of jobs, kind of make your own recruiter position. I mean, you get creative, you guys. You can become a virtual assistant. So a lot of people are looking for virtual assistants to take care of their calendar, take care of their emails and a bunch of other things that they don't need you physically there for. So becoming a virtual assistant, there's tons of websites that you can sign up to do that. You can, if you're interested in photography, start photographing people in your town, doing senior pictures, doing graduation photos, doing homecoming, prom, whatever it is, whatever people need photos for. for, People are even doing LinkedIn photo shoots now. Doing something like that, you can do and start it for free and then start charging once you build a portfolio. I mean, there is obviously a ton 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 more of side hustle ideas but those are just a few that I had thought of and that I had the internet to help me with and those are just there to give you guys an idea for what to do now that you figured out your side hustle how are you going to make time for it so the biggest thing holding people back from starting something else is time you just don't have time for it and I completely understand that everyone has a different situation but most of that it is just an excuse I'm sorry I'm going to sit here and say it I might offend a few people but you saying that you don't have time a lot of times is just an excuse and 
I understand you have a different situation, but hear me out. Here is the first step to seeing how you manage your time and how you can better manage your time. So I want you to go and get a digital calendar. I highly recommend Google Calendar and write down what you think is your entire day. So from the second you wake up, from the second your alarm clock goes off to when you go to bed, jot it down on that digital calendar. Easy. You can drag it. You can change the time. Super quick, super easy. You can color code it. Highly recommend Google Calendar again. But anyways, do that and schedule out your day from what you think. So from let's say you wake up at 6 p.m. or it's not 6 p.m. 6 a.m. Let's say you're waking up at 6 a.m. Go to 6 a.m. Go from 6 to 6:30. What are you doing? From 6:30 to 7. What are you doing? From you know like completely time block your day until you go to sleep. I want you to even put times like I am washing my face. I am brushing my teeth. You can obviously clump a few of those up into one, but I really want you to get specific on what you think you spend your time on. And then the next day, in real time, I want you to actually write down or put it on your digital calendar what you really are spending your time on. And again, be as specific as possible. So you wake up at six o'clock from six to six thirty, are you going to the bathroom? Are you washing your face? Are you brushing your teeth? Or are you scrolling through Instagram because your alarm went off at six, but you're not getting out of bed until six thirty? What time are you cooking and making breakfast? Uh, When you get back from work, are you making dinner immediately? Are you spending a second on your phone, catching up on your favorite shows, laying in bed for a little break? You know, like get as specific and honest as possible. And I think a lot of us think that we're busier than we actually are because we're filling in a lot of moments scrolling, watching YouTube videos, watching Netflix, laying down instead of being productive with our time. And I think writing it down on the calendar or putting it out on a digital calendar really helps you see how you're actually spending your time. So if you're spending X amount of time cooking, for example, how can we shorten that? Maybe you can incorporate meal planning on Sundays to save an hour during the week. There are ways to adjust your calendar. Do not think that you are stuck because you've been doing it for so long. Another great thing is now Apple has um, time blocks for apps. So if you want to set an Instagram time block for an hour a day to be scrolling through Instagram, you can do that and it will not let you go on Instagram if you've exceeded that hour. I think in the beginning, it's a really, really great way to do it. Now, I don't necessarily do it because I am pretty self-disciplined. I know when I can go through Instagram. I know when uh, I should be doing my work, you know, but this is years and years of practice and years and years of adjusting my routine and making sure I'm getting the most out of my day. Vacation starts with VA. Whether you're feeling beachy, mountainy, or every E in between, you'll find all that you love all in one trip to Virginia. Start yours at virginia.org. So I think in the beginning, it's a great way to really, really monitor your time and to see uh, what you can improve time-wise on. And I also use my Google Calendar religiously. So I plan out my day the night before, hour by hour, so I know how much time to batch. I know a lot of people like time batching in the sense where on Mondays, they're only focusing on their podcast. On Tuesdays, they're only focusing on YouTube. On Wednesdays, they're only focusing on emails and meetings and calls. And that works for a lot of people. So if that works for you, great. I've realized for me that just does not work. It's not realistic. 
I cannot just schedule emails in the morning and at night. I need to be checking my email consistently throughout the day. And I know a lot of people will say that breaks up your day too much, but for me, it is what works. And it might not be the most efficient, but it's what works for me and I've developed a system around it. Do what's best for you. I'm just giving you guys my tips, but I think a digital calendar will help every single person that is listening to this. So for what I'd like to do, I the night before, I look at my calendar, I put it to the weekly view, and I schedule my next day. So I say, what time am I going to wake up? Okay, I wake up from that time to that time. Get ready from that time to that time. What time am I going to the gym? I always allot an hour and a half from the gym because that includes walking to the gym, getting my workout in, coming back, and showering. Because realistically, yeah, my workout's 45 minutes, but I gotta co- I gotta add the commute, I gotta add the getting ready, all of that to my gym time because I'm st- I am realistically spending that time when I am going to the gym and coming back. Um, when I come back, what am I getting for lunch? I like to plan my meals out a little bit ahead of time. Uh, I also use Meal Pal Pal now in New York City. So I do live in New York and it's actually in all major cities or in most major cities, I should say. Like they have it here in Boston, they have it in Miami, they have it in LA, they have it in New York City, uh, Denver, they have it in a ton of different cities. But Meal Pal is a great, great way, especially if you are solo and not cooking for a family because it is a subscription meal service for restaurants around you. So I get all my meals for about $5 now, which is amazing. So basically all of these restaurants have amazing meals. It's one menu item for that restaurant. So they batch it and then you can reserve it and then you can go and pick it up and you get a literal like $15 meal most of the time for $5. And it's just really easy because you go, you pick it up, it's ready, you skip the line already paid for it you eat it and you end up saving money on groceries too because five dollars a meal is very very cheap and when you are cooking for one person groceries are expensive so if you guys are living in a big city and want to try out meal pal you guys can use my link i think you guys will get fifty dollars off i'm pretty sure i'll have it linked down below this is not sponsored i'm just giving you really realistic tips on how i save my time so if you guys are in one of those big cities and want to do that check it out I'll have it in the show notes so I batch my time for lunch then I come back and I'm like okay when am I going to work on my website from this time to this time and I do not allow myself to do anything else until that task is over which is something I'm really struggling with I am trying to do that I'm trying to implement that I have gotten better but it is something that takes practice and I want to emphasize that because I feel like a lot of people give up because they're like wait I just wasted all this time. I'm not cut out for this life. I'm not cut out to have a side hustle. I'm not productive enough, blah, blah, blah. No, you just need to practice a little bit more. So I really, really want to emphasize that, that a lot of these things take practice and changing your life will not come by just hoping and dreaming. So you need to really change your routine. You might get a little uncomfortable and it might not be fun at first, but everyone who has gotten there already has been through that. No one who is doing what they love right now did it easily. And I feel like it's not up to the people who are necessarily doing what they love. For example, like YouTubers, bloggers, podcasters, whatever. We don't need to show you every second of every day that we've worked hard to prove it to you because I feel like that's why a lot of people think, oh, well, it looks so easy because in their vlogs, they're just having fun. They're just blah, 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 doing this. You don't see the hours of editing that goes into it. You don't see the hours of emails that go into it. You know, like I might tell you guys that's what I'm doing in my vlog, but I show you guys a 30 second clip. I don't show you guys the full three hours. Does that make sense? So I want you guys to think, don't compare yourself to other people by saying, oh, well, like this is just so hard for me and it looks so easy for them. No, we just haven't necessarily publicized it, if that makes sense. So that's also kind of like my podcast, I really want to emphasize how much hard work it takes to get to where you are and different 
paths of life that people are on but at the end of the day even this one podcast even if we're saying it out for you if you're not actually physically living it it's hard to kind of put yourself in their shoes and be like okay yeah they did work really really hard to get to where they are if that makes sense I don't know I kind of went off on the tangent I'm sorry but that is just my thought process on that and again I want to emphasize that if it was easy every single person would be doing it I would not be sitting here making this podcast if it was easy (laughs) I just want to emphasize that and when I was working a corporate job which I was working at Accenture which is a large consulting company for those of you guys who don't know I would wake up early I'd go to the gym sometimes I'd multitask at the gym by walking on the treadmill answering emails listening to my latest podcast episode to make sure it sounded good while working out. And another way I was efficient with my time is I didn't join the gym that was 10 minutes away. I just went to my neighborhood gym, even though it didn't have the best equipment and I wanted to be able to have the nice machines and whatnot. I didn't join that one because it was 10 minutes out of my day, which means it would have taken me probably 10 minutes to get there, five minutes to find parking, and then back home, an extra 30 minutes. 30 minutes that I didn't want to waste in a car. I wanted to be as efficient with my time as possible. So I just went to my neighborhood gym. Then I would come home and get ready for work and save time in your mornings. You can pick out your outfit the night before. And then I'd make an easy breakfast. So I'd make eggs and toast and coffee while And while eating, I would plan what I had to do that day. So sometimes people like to enjoy their meal by themselves, not focusing on work. And that's totally up to you. You don't need to be working throughout your meal. But that's just what I did. And then if I had a picture to post, I would schedule it during that time. I would go to work. I'd be productive on my walk from my car to the building, which was a normally five to seven minute walk. I would be checking my emails. I would be editing photos. I would be scheduling content. I'd make the most out of that time. And then at my job, I had to focus on my job. So I don't recommend multitasking at your actual job. When you're at your day job, stay at your day job. Focus on that. Be the best employee you can be. But when I had a lunch break, I went downstairs to Starbucks and I worked. I had that hour on my side hustle. I worked every single lunch break that I was working there. And sometimes I would bring my lunch to my desk. So during that one hour lunch break, I actually didn't even eat. I just did work and then I would eat lunch at my desk. So you know, making those sacrifices if you need to. And I was trying to be as productive as possible. It even got to the point where if I wasn't at Starbucks in the morning, the employee that I at Starbucks would ask me where I was because he didn't see me. Like they knew me there for doing work during my lunch break. They knew when to find me. I mean, like he literally knew my order. He, he completely knew who I was. And <laughs> if I wasn't there, he's like, where were you? <laughs> When I got home, I would cook a quick meal and I would double or triple the portion size so I could eat the rest the rest of the few days. So that would save me time on cooking the rest of the days, which is awesome. I highly recommend that. If you don't want a meal prep on Sunday, just each time you cook, make enough for like the next two or three days. And it's kind of meal prepping, except it's not like at the beginning of the week and whatnot, you know. And then I would spend the last hour or two of my day relaxing. I would FaceTime Keon. I would just spend time not focusing on work. So I want this to also show I am not 100% all for hustle culture in the sense where it's like you are only going to get two hours of sleep. You're not ever going to see your friends. Say goodbye to relaxing. Say goodbye to a skincare routine. Say goodbye to working out. All your life is is going to focus on work. I am not about that. I think that you need to have some non-negotiables and I also think that balance is not necessarily an option anymore. So 
hear me out guys so when i say balance is not an option anymore i mean prioritizing is so i chose to prioritize my work over anything else but i also had non-negotiables like working out and getting enough sleep i did not want to get sick i wanted to maintain my health that was not something i was going to sacrifice so for me I still did those things and I still made time for those things. Of course, you can be productive while doing it. But at the end of the day, I still wanted that time for myself. And that's okay. I feel like now you might think like, no, 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 you have to be hustle, hustle, hustle. I'm just saying try to be as productive with every single other hour in your day. You know, so yes, I focused on my health, but at the gym, I still multitasked, which is something that you can do. Just being productive as possible. And Again, like I said, I prioritized my work over everything else, which meant my social life definitely was not necessarily doing great since I was working a lot more. And you just have to choose what matters to you. So this is what I say when I say time is not a real excuse because you everyone has the same amount of hours in a day and I understand everyone's situation is different, but at the same time, you have still have the same amount of hours in a day and you choose what you do with that time. So making a calendar, seeing where you can improve your time, getting in that mindset that you are not going to sit down and watch youtube for an hour you're going to do work instead you know so multitasking if you can i mean being productive in every single aspect of your life i think is definitely the most important thing that you should get out of this podcast episode and that is my greatest tips to you so i hope they guys enjoyed this episode i hope it didn't scare you i hope it motivated you that's what i want um it was kind of all over the place but I do hope that you guys like it. Again, check out my website, nataliebarbu.com on Wednesday, October 9th. That's when it's launching. So be sure to check that out. You guys can also get a discount on MealPal if you guys are interested in that. I'll have it in the show notes. But yeah, thank you so much for listening. If you guys want more solo episodes, join the private Facebook page and ask me what you guys want to see or tell me what you guys want to see. You can follow us on Instagram. Um, We're trying to post more like motivational things on there as well to help motivate you guys. And if you guys have any other guests that you guys want to see on the podcast, please let me know. But thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. I haven't done a solo one in forever and it felt really good. So thank you guys so much. I will see you guys next Monday on another episode of The Real Real Podcast. Hey, my name is Lovan Rumpf, and I've been working my ass off as a celebrity stylist by day and a podcast host by night. At the Low Life Podcast, it's all about keeping it real. We're talking fashion, beauty, to religion, sex, drugs, mental health. I mean, there's no topic off limits here, and vulnerability is mandatory. You can find my podcast, The Low Life, that's L-O, no W, everywhere and anywhere you listen to your podcasts. New episodes are out every Thursday. We'll see you then.